What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So, what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. You're not, when you first meet them, you're who you are, right? And um, they apparently like that person. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, but then little by little, there's you find out there's one thing they don't really like about you. So, okay. Uh, then there's another thing. And then there's another thing. And then before you know it, you're, you're lying. You created a liar. I right. can't tell you where I'm really going because you don't like the fact that I... I'm in I fantasy fun, football. I have fun when with you're not around. With you, yeah. without you, yeah. Yo, what's up, Square Pimp Brigade? On this episode, we have comedian and good friend of mine, Mark DeMeo, as we discuss how to take care of yourself as you get older, dealing with jealous women, why you can never have enough, and how to really understand what your self-worth is and how that sometimes women, ain't as, they're not good enough for you, which is, I think, something that we don't talk about enough. Um, don't forget the Patreon. Please check out the Patreon, y'all. It's the way we keep this going. If we like what we're doing, I hear this all the time that the show helps you and stuff. Please support us. We're trying to get 500 uh, Patreon members. So if you are, please tell a friend, yeah. tell a friend. Move and on. the Patreon.com uh, slash Manschool202, that's where we do all the bonus content. And we do a lot of heavy technical stuff on there, too. So people love that stuff. For example, on uh, today's bonus episode, we talk about time traveling. And how you can actually turn one date into like three or four dates in one night and why that matters and how to, you know, how and how to effectively date better. And a couple other dating tips as well on the uh, bonus show over at patreon.com slash manschool202. That's where you can support us. And also, if you want any consultations, you can reach out to DanteNero.com and click on consult. Or you can email me at advicefromharry at gmail.com. I'm not an alpha male. I'm not a beta male either. I'm just a better man. Better man. Well, put your happiness first, because if you don't, they won't. GYBB, get your balls back. WWDD, what would Dante do? The sexual revolution is being <laughs> podcasted, and I am excited. Uh, now, I've, I've said that uh, 500 times before, but this time I really mean it. Um, first and foremost, Harry, what's popping? What's going on with you? Ready to oh, rock and roll? Man, of course I'm ready to rock and roll. I was born ready. I don't even know why you asked me that. No the, problem. The I mean, it's just format, you know formality. I'm and rolling. Yeah. God damn it. A little formality. Um, my guest on today, uh, funny, funny dude, friend of mine for years. Um, funny comic, uh, white boys in the hood on Comedy Central, a uh, bunch of other stuff. Uh, ex-police officer, ex-one-man show, actor, shitload of stuff. Give it up for my boy Mark DeMeo, yo. What up, Marky? How you been, bro? Hey, what's up, Dante uh, and Harry? I just got to tell you, I was thinking about you the other night, Dante, and uh, I don't know, man. I I love you guys, and I'm going to miss you. I am, Um, too. Stay wide. Well, we talked about this before we went on. I'm going to be moving to Las Vegas. Yeah, but just thinking about how many how many times we had, man, 
that freaking gig in the Hamptons, man. Yeah, yeah. Oh my God, that, we can't even talk about that night. That's it. That's yeah, yeah. uh, a. I think that the, the statute of limitations hasn't run out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm thinking. I'm thinking. I could still get jammed up for that one. But <laughs> yeah, man. I, I was really thinking about you, man. I went down this. I forgot what was the lure in. I remembered yesterday, but then I went down this. Oh, what happened was I saw a jeep outside from, oh, and yeah. uh, and somebody mentioned to me pointed it out oh what a nice jeep that is i said oh my friend's got one just like that right and he's got his face on the side of it right. so he goes really i said yeah let me show you and then we started looking at your car right, right. and and how nice that was and then um then i just went down this rabbit hole of, i just fu- looking at pictures of you and uh i was like man we go back a long way bro yeah man you got a lot of good times bro a lot of a lot of good times i don't know if you remember the first time i met you, you remember when i first met you no Sylvia's soul food restaurant. Really? Yeah. Why is it Sylvia's? I mean, you're both comics. Was there a show going on over there? Yeah, yeah. It was, a, it was when we were doing black rooms, a lot of black yeah. rooms. And uh, Sylvia's, Sylvia's was with Cortez, and they used to Sylvia's restaurant. It's a famous soul food that's restaurant a, in that's Brooklyn. One of the most in, in Harlem. Uh, wasn't Sil- not the Sylvia's in Harlem? Was Sylvia's on? Oh, gotcha. On DeKalb Avenue. Remember the the? Uh, or was it was it two steps down? Could have been two steps down. Could have it was might have been two. Yeah, it was two steps two steps down. Yeah. John Lester's room. Yes. Yeah. 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 Wow. That was a great room, man. Yeah. Yeah. We had a ball. Had a I'm ball. At, that whole Brooklyn scene, man, was so uh, between two steps down and the Palm Court. And pork knockers, yeah. Well, I don't, I don't know. Well, I don't know. That was a rough one. Pork oh, knockers, yeah. rough. I, I had a, I had a rough night in pork knockers. I was doing well, man. And then Donnell uh, yelled at me one night. He's like, "Yo, what are you doing, bro? You know you don't do that here." <laughs> 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 I started. I got, I got cocky because um, he did a recording one night, Donnell, and he recorded the whole show. And then he started selling it. It was called Bootleg Comedy Volume One. Oh, yeah. oh wow. And he gave me like a box of them to sell. Uh-huh. Just keep all the money, you know, whatever I whatever, me, whatever I want to say. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So um now I'm cocky. Now I'm going up there. I'm going up there. I'm not firing, yeah. you know, I'm just yeah, taking yeah, my yeah. time. I'm gonna, and then it's just boo. How like, long man. were you in? How long were you in doing comedy by then? I don't know, two or three years, maybe. Yeah, yeah. I think you got two more two more than me. What's funny is uh I got twenty five or better. Yeah, better I'm I'm twenty two. Twenty two. Um it's funny because uh, Darnell, Darnell, uh, uh, formerly Ashley Larry, because he's, yeah, he's yeah, giving yeah. up that moniker. So uh, I was the pork knockers the day that they tried to to extort Mike Epps. So really, yeah. So Mike Epps had messed with some girl or did something to some girl or something, and her 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 uh, her cousins was World. World was one of the big hustlers in Brooklyn and they uh they had Mike um had Mike in a in a chair like tied like tied up in a chair and uh and Darnell and and yeah they was yeah they was they were trying to extort him. This is when Mike first started picking up, start doing movies and stuff like Mm -hmm. after after how do you get involved in this whole situation? I was just uh it's Brooklyn, it was pork knockers, I was there. And, and I knew world, I knew world, and I knew, but I remember Don, Don. You know they were like, "Yo, we," you know they were like talking that we gonna shoot this motherfucker. And uh, Donald says, "Nah, nah." <laughs> Donald says, "Nah, nah. You don't, 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 
don't yo what are you doing right uh-huh. and he goes he the world goes to Darnell you vouching for this motherfucker and Darnell's like I ain't vouching for him, but I just told you. <laughs> so they had they they tried to extort Mike Epps for like seventy five thousand dollars, I think the number was, or somewhere around that. Mm-hmm. And then Mike Epps never came back to Brooklyn after that because <laughs> he had he had just taken off where he was doing movies and stuff. So. Yeah, it's a shame. It's a shame that this kind of stuff goes on. I, I was. I was listening to uh, Boozy talk about not being able to go to California anymore. Because right. if you're a rapper, you go to California, you're going to get robbed. That's it. Yeah. There's no questions about it. They find out where you are, they come and rob you. Yeah. At gunpoint, everybody. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So he, he says he rolls 10 deep, he comes in, does his thing, he's leaving, leaving the next morning. He's not yeah. going to no clubs, no nothing. It's crazy the way the world is nowadays. Like that. Yeah, but 90s was worse than that. We We, we were doing this, you know. 90s, you know, I mean, we were running around in Brooklyn in the 80s and 90s. It was way worse than this. There was yeah. no Starbucks and no cafes. Mm-hmm. No, like I always say this. I don't know how you feel about this. You remember when they when the biggest thing was the Beats headphones? Yeah. So like it used to it just used to make me angry that kids were walking around with Beats headphones because they were so rec- the, the marketing was so recognizable with the red cord and the, mm-hmm. the B on the side. So you, you're a young kid and you walking around with a $500 headphones on your head. Right. And you like, you could never do that in nineties of, 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 of Brooklyn. You, I mean, you, you get murdered doing that. I mean, that's when I was shooting people for eight ball jackets and, and, sheepskins and stuff so it just there, yeah i i understand what you're saying and there is the, a definite trade-off like yeah. the other day this guy was telling me oh i wouldn't park it's uh the friday after thanksgiving they the meeting mates come around here like crazy yeah but i just had to run in there for two seconds but i i, I knew in my head that they're not out there like that anymore yeah yeah but <laughs> so you when when law and order goes the wayside there's, there is a silver, a thin silver lining through it. Like, right. for example, these these uh, traffic agents, they don't have that. Uh, they don't have to write as much as they used to. Okay. So they're not. There's not that pressure. So if not aggressively. Around, yeah. Trying to I mean, make these quotas and stuff. They're not like running around there. Why so isn't that? Why don't they anymore? Uh, Mark, what's the deal with that? Every, not showing them. Well, uh, well, they used to have the when everything is law and order, and you know, keep your 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 your. Uh, your beer in a bag and don't piss on the tree and no smoking pot. All that shit is by the wayside. Some of the bit that goes with it is the meter maids. They don't have to write that much anymore or there's mm-hmm. no quota the right. way it used to be. So they're kind of leadable lenient and they, they write the ones they have to, if nobody's around, mm-hmm. you know, justify their existence. But it's not like before. Yeah. They so there is that quota. Yeah. There is a, a little benefit to this, uh, you yeah. know, well, well also the the you know like you're talking about when you're talking about Boosie going saying he can't go to LA, you he's on some shit where like it can't he you know he's they're trying to rob him of money like big mm-hmm. money. Mm-hmm. It's not like Penny Annie like you get knocked in the head you know you could get knocked in the head for for an iPod. Mm-hmm. You ever notice I said not even iPad, iPod, which <laughs> you, they don't even have that anymore. <laughs> uh-huh. So you, you know, I mean, if you had an iPod, you get the black headphones because if they could see the white headphones, you get knocked in the head for that. But 
you know, it's um, it, it but also you get a situation where where middle class people don't have a place to live. That the, the, the you know, I mean, you're gonna you're gonna. I mean, once you get out there and start grinding out in Vegas, you're gonna buy a palace. You're gonna get the place next to next to um, what's his name? Uh, who's got the zoo? Harry. Who am I talking about? Um, Steve Wynn. No, the the Hawaiian dude, the no, the dude with all the, the tan and oil and the Rolls Royces, the Vegas dude. Who am I talking about? Oh, um, the singer, yeah, Wayne Newton. Wayne no, Newton. Wayne, yeah, you can, yeah, you yeah. can get a place which, <laughs> with with a hundred thousand dollars, you can get the place next to Wayne Newton. You know, so it's like the, the, your money goes so much farther. Oh I'm yeah, out, I'm getting. That. I'm I'm on my way. I'm going to go in December. Looking at the. What it costs to rent? I have, yeah. you know, for twenty two hundred bucks, you can get two bedroom, two bath, uh, with a balcony, mm-hmm. you know, in a in a gated community. Yeah, um, amenities, pool, everything. All you know, uh, washer, dryer, dishwasher. Mm. You know, um, pools, a gym, movie room, all this stuff. Or yeah, you can yeah. buy, you get a house. Yeah, for the same for for the same thing. Yeah, yeah, it's you crazy. know. So yeah, I'm excited, man. It's crazy. It's good to see, bro. Uh, you still with your lady? Yeah. That that was um. It was funny. <laughs> <laughs> it was funny because me and me and Joe was talking about it. it was because like you were always a uh. This is your second. You did you get remarried or no? No, we got engaged, but we got engaged. We didn't get, we didn't get married yet. Okay. Uh, and it's going well. Yeah, I'm happy. Yeah, I know you are. Yeah, it, it's funny. It's like uh. I remember, like, <laughs> as you you look like you're about to say something mean, but delicately. <laughs> now, well, I remember because when 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 when, uh-huh. when I know Mark when he was first his first wife, mm-hmm. and we did a gig, and uh, we we're we we're doing a little doing some drugs, and then I'm like I go home, and I'm remember the guy gig we did with James Goff, and he. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's a bad night. Yeah, and he and uh and Mark and I'm calling like it's like two o'clock and I'm calling Mark. I'm calling Mark, yo, because James was freaking out. He was mad. Whatever the fuck happened because of time or something. And uh, I I call him and Mark picks up the phone and he hey what's up? I was like, yo, where you at? He's like. Yo, I'm still in the parking lot. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, there's a whole backstory to that. That, um, but I, I always apologize to James when I see him for that. Yeah. Uh, listen, everybody has a bad night once in a while. Yeah. But yeah. you know, I came up with this theory. Like, what happened to me? I thought you were digging around the bush to like come up with something else. But I have a, this theory that. What do you mean? What a, happened to you? Like, what, what, what are you concerned? Like, about? because all of a sudden, I'm monogamous. All of a sudden, I have no interest in other women at all. I'm I'm comfortable. I love this. Now. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I really think, and I tell people this all the time, I say we got a certain amount of loads in us. Men do. And me, unfortunately, I wasn't thinking, but I got rid of mine real early in life. Yeah. You know, I was tall. I was handsome, full head of hair. I was, I was doing it. Right. And then I tell the older guy, you you could probably go on until you're 75 because right. you wasn't doing shit with your whole youth. Right, 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 <laughs> That's right. That's why right. you're 50, 55, 60 years old and you're still, still, still looking, still going out. I said, I don't want to be no, I don't want to be out at all right. anywhere. And even if I was, all I'd be thinking about is, man, I wish I was home 
you know, just chilling in front of my TV. I, it, as far as um, trying to go somewhere to to pick up chicks, it's just uh, it's not even something that I, I would think about. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app today to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. You know what I'm saying? Right, right. It, do you, it, did you, well, first of all, did you get your testosterone checked? <laughs> well, you know, it's funny that you mentioned that is that I did get some pills. Uh, mm. I did this thing online. You know, the doctor was great, by the way. I never met him mm. or saw his face, but he did ask me a couple of questions. And then they send you drugs online. <laughs> it's just like, you know, oh. one of those. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, they, they you're seeing a doctor. They ask you three questions. And I got okay. these testosterone pills. And, you know, I never thought they'd be working, but all of a sudden I put on all this weight, like, and I'm like, like, I couldn't even like touch my shoulders again. And oh, I was like, you were oh. still working out and stuff. No, no, I wasn't working out, but I felt like I was, I was waking up strong every day. Yeah, 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 yeah. I felt like my hair was falling out. Right. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, well, too much testosterone fun. will cause your hair to fall out. Yeah. But that's the thing. It's like, I was, I was already, I knew I was probably low. So I said, let me. Just as I'm aging, I'm 55. Let me get a boost. Bring me up my strength, this, that, and the other. And I didn't. I never thought about it, but they actually worked. And I had gained like 10 pounds. Yeah, yeah. At yeah. least 10 pounds of like, yeah. and I don't know if it's muscle, whatever that is, but I felt walking around feeling strong. Yeah, yeah. It makes, you know a, it makes a huge difference. Yeah, so I stopped doing that shit. I don't want to lose my hair. Fuck it. Yeah. I, uh, I It definitely takes the wolf out of you, though, the lower testosterone i just did a thing where i was i talked about it on the show before where they pellet you they put a pellet they cut up make an incision and they put a pellet in your buttocks and it's like uh it stimulates the testosterone uh production in your body and you do it for six months at a time so like when we were running around crazy chasing tail you know your 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 you know your your testosterone like the average number is at like uh 800 like a 20 year old guy 25 year old is at 800 900 like that and i had got my i got the blood test and i had to check them mine was like at 165 mm-hmm. and i'm like you know i don't want to do nothing but it also you know you it's hard to lose harder to lose weight it's harder to you know just everything the problem is when you do the synthetic tests what happens is you got a blood dump. I mean, you know, we both fucked around back in the days on a cycle here and there, but you're supposed to blood dump because it, you know, tests thickens your, uh, thickens your blood. That's you know, your blood pressure goes up, it thickens your blood and whatever. And so once a month, you're supposed to give blood to dump to thin the blood out again. And if you don't do that, I mean, you don't have to worry about that as a younger dude, but as an older dude, this is how a lot of dudes get strokes and stuff. Mm. Bloods get thicker. They don't dump, but this is is a natural though. What is dumping blood? How does that like you give blood, you go give, you go donate blood at a a place. Your body has to build fresh blood. Right. So it's, it's thinner. It's, it's not as thick. It moves more fluid and whatever. God, I've never even heard that. That's crazy. 
So you get blood, you get blood thickeners in my your pressure. I mean, times back in the days when I've done a cycle or something like that, you you know, you, my pressure, I always had pressure and my pressure would go up and be through the roof, but I would be putting on weight. I would feel, you know, you feel strong and shit and mm-hmm. whatever. But this is kind of a, a natural stimulation for the thing. And it, and it really works because you get a blood test uh, after you get it done, like after six weeks. And then they tell you where your blood is. And if they if it's not where they want it to be, it they what they do is they put another pellet in that stimulates to get you up. Even they have some bodybuilders that are doing it. Um, there's bodybuilders who are doing it at in and instead of tests mm-hmm. now. So um, but it's but you know, you, you your blood thickens up and you can't, but I mean it it helps you lose weight, clarity of mind is supposed to protect your heart too from heart attack and even women get a smaller version of it so like older women who get hot flashes and stuff it fixes their hot flashes and the mood swings kind of evens them out so i've been doing that for like about a, about two months now and i'm a different person back in the gym working out and is that you know, something you have to um you got to pay out of pocket for this you got to pay out of pocket but it's it, it lasts for six months though mm-hmm so it's a six months clip, and then you do it all the way to six months, and then they put another one in another six months. So it's twice a year, like seven fifty, about seven fifty. Um, but I mean, if you want, we'll talk about it. If you want to try, it's supposed to be better for you. Gets the test up, loses, helps you lose weight, and then they give you peptides, peptides and stuff. Because I, my cousin has a, has a, she's a registered nurse, and she opened a studio, and she also was doing the. Um, uh, the vitamin infusion, intravenous vitamin infusion. Mm-hmm. So like her business really blew up from the COVID because people were doing vitamin C infusions mm-hmm. to protect them, vitamin C and D. It's a hot thing right now, especially in Miami. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I go every two months and go, but, um, but it just feels, I mean, you just feel better. You don't have to be, you know, it don't have to, it doesn't have to be sucked to get old. You know what I mean? You can mm-hmm. still kind of maintain. Um, I know. I mean, I remember when you, um, when your fiance, I remember when you first met your fiance and it was like, um, she's younger than you. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, 17 years. Yeah. And it was nice. The sweet spot. <laughs> they call it the sweet spot. <laughs> That's where you want to be. You don't want to go any younger. Yeah. And it, it's it's funny because, I mean, I remember her being very like kind of jealous and in your shit because of the fact that like who you were before that. And it was weird to me because you had changed so much in terms of being monogamous. I mean, it, just, it was weird how you found this woman and was like, I'm, it's it, like you were such a different person with her. Do you know what I mean? Like it was. So contrasting. What do you, what do you attribute that to, or, or, or is that what we were talking about in the first place? I think it has to do with uh, genetics and, and mm-hmm. biology, really, because I, I could have never saw this happening. Right. You could, just, you just couldn't put me anywhere. Anywhere yeah. you put me, uh, the first thing I'm gonna do is I'm gonna look for girls. Where are they? Yeah, you know what I'm saying. And now it's the last thing I think about. Right. It doesn't. It doesn't even it's it's an odd thing. And the only thing I can blame it is I didn't become a better person. Right. <laughs> I just don't have the, the the urge anymore. That drive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I don't even know if I want it. 
Yeah. I'm so much happier right now. Yeah. I'm yeah. like, go get him, pal. Go, go get him. Because see, <laughs> to me, what was messing with me too was it's almost like when you're hooked on drugs. Yeah. And the drugs ain't doing what they used to do for you anymore. Okay. You know what I'm saying? But it's I become, mean the charge that you get from from chasing yeah, girls. Yeah, you have stuff. more you have more downside. So I could see I could see the end game. Like I, I never even had a moment where, okay, at least I'm gonna enjoy watching them get naked for me. It got to the point where um that wasn't even enough to satisfy all I kept thinking about is well, how am I gonna get rid of her? Yeah. What's the move now? Um yeah. um well, am I working in the morning? Do I have yeah. to Go see my grandmother. Uh, my moving. I don't know what. It always. He always had to come up with a reason to get out of there, to end it. Uh, you know, the whole thing. What I don't even know what it was anymore. It just became yeah. just to make sure I can get you. Like it was yeah. like a. It's uh, a more it was a ego. Thing. It was ego driven. Yeah. Yeah, was, yeah, yeah. It was about um, manipulation. It was about then you you keep up in the stakes. You play games with yourself. Like how much money did I spend? How many dates did it take? Like if somebody's telling me like they 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 they've been together they you know they went on three dates I'm like three dates <laughs> I just <laughs> just met her in the, we were at the bar and then I said walk into the bathroom we're in the okay. bathroom yeah. <laughs> they got long doors there <laughs> you know and if ever not go? and if they don't have long doors I I, I knew <laughs> where the long doors were uh-huh. you know what I'm talking about like you go to the bathroom yeah and yeah you when can't, they, get, they don't have the where you can see the feet yeah 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 so I knew where the long doors were. <laughs> And uh, all over the city. Yeah. You frequent the long doors only. Well, you know, it was a good option. I, like, oh, I feel shit. like you would have went with a short door every once in a while, too. I mean, back you in the day. what you had to do. If, the, if it was secure, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'll that was take just a, a nice selling pitch. Hey, they, I hear they got long doors over here. <laughs> yeah. Huh? I'll take a slop sink if I have to, man. Yeah, yeah. Uh, won't we all? <laughs> we've all been there. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, it was weird because... Uh, you know, it's, it's when you talk about age and and I, I you know it's also maturity. I think to a certain extent, I I know it's there's certain of it is it. Nah. No, you don't think I'm so. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Uh, yeah. but I I just there's a lot of like I mean I could be talking to some young girl and then she just and I go uh like mm-hmm. I'm 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 even thinking about how am I gonna get rid of her before I got her. You yeah, I mean? that's like, what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. also, don't forget this fact too: text messages brought a new dynamic into this thing. So, let's say, for example, you are in a relationship now. There's a certain amount. There's a certain volume of text messaging you're going to be having with your 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 main girl, right? Right, right. And then now, all of a sudden, if you decide to take on another girl or three or four other girls, got to You got ma- to maintain that. That's that's a lot of texting right now. We're talking about. You don't even have much time to do anything else during the day if you're responding, um, if you haven't created a scenario where you can disappear for a while. Like yeah. you mentioned registered nurse. My son is a registered nurse. He goes to work. He's not on his phone for eight hours. You know right. what I'm saying? Because he's working. He, it's a very, very busy job. Right, right. Your, your girlfriend will understand a job like that. But you can't right. be doing like just I running around. I can't get you. When when can I text you? When yeah. you know? Uh, that it kind of sort of there's you're not giving them the opportunity to uh hijack your day but you're a comedian i I know your schedule you don't do shit all day until you got your show at night maybe you go to the gym for an hour this 
no reason why you're not texting me back. What the fuck is yeah. wrong with you? you know Unless, of course, you set up that you have yeah. to. You have to think ahead. I, I mean, I, I, I mean, it's funny. When my when, when I my first wife, right? I, I wore a ring on my ring finger before I got married, mm-hmm. so that I wouldn't. I would never have tan lines. When I like, uh-huh. like I was I was so planning to just do dirt, you know what I mean? And uh-huh. in the in the in the first place that I was like, well, you know, these are the things, even when it comes to the texting and stuff like that, I don't I like I text when I want to text. If I don't want to text, I don't text. If I don't want to be bothered, even if I'm dating somebody or whatever, it's mm-hmm. just I I'm I'm not gonna have you like because what women will do is they create that scenario where they where they they keep this consistency and then they expect that they that it's consistent any any like what you're saying is there any disruption in mm-hmm. their consistency says okay well what is he doing mm-hmm. so yeah. you know i used to tell dudes all the time you know be consistently inconsistent <laughs> that's a good one <laughs> uh-huh, uh-huh. but it works the other way too Sure, sure. If if your girl's not texting you back for several hours, all of a sudden you're like, "What's going on?" Especially in a new relationship, you're both yeah. trying to set these boundaries about um, texting. But the problem is, in a new relationship, you're so excited to hear from her again. Yeah, that as soon as she texts you, you go right to the phone, and now yeah. all of a sudden, three or four months in, you're trying to change it. That's why yeah. you got to right from the beginning, you got to let them know. Set up the, what the ten. As the, much as I want to text you back, you make them wait. Make them wait three or four hours. You know what I'm saying? Then you yeah. text them back. Oh, sorry. Um, I don't know when you send this, but I was uh, in a meeting or I had I was busy. Yeah. Um, just and then or, or now here's where I got to the point where like I'm gonna do what I do, and I'm not explaining nothing. And if mm. you you got a problem with that, then we could just not fuck around. Like also, mm-hmm. and that kind of comes with my ability to, you know, I guess also not, not me to start understanding that what I bring to the table far exceeds what I get back. And I don't mean that, that you don't get something back from women to a certain extent, but as a man, there is always this thing that what we consider manhood as you take care of your woman. You make sure she's safe. You make sure that she's happy. You do. It. I mean, we exactly. don't feel, when we you're don't together. Feel like, you, yeah. Go ahead. I'm when sorry. You're together. You take care of them. Right. Between right. Like a million bucks. They're the right. only person there. Uh, you look them in the eye when they talk. You take them to nice places. You right. treat them well. Right. So now any other problem that you have when we're not together, if it's because of lack of response time, whatever, yeah. you're feeling insecure. That's your problem right, right. now. Right. When we're right. together, I treat you like a million bucks. You right. really don't have an excuse to be insecure. Right. Other than the fact that you happen to be scouring through my Instagram and saw yeah. that I, I made a new friend today. Right. Or I liked somebody's picture. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's all on you. Am I where am I not treating you well? Where am I not making you feel like a million bucks? If you still have a problem with that, then it's your problem. Ah. <sighs> The comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car-selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. 
Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. Now, have you gotten to the point in your in in your own personal growth where you just you just don't take that shit anymore? Like you shut that down right away, or do you still do you still give credence to the to the complaints? Uh, I don't think I have a problem anymore because I don't because it's just everything is so righteous. You mean? I just don't do anything that I have to look over my shoulder. I mean, right. it's the first time in my life where um, I don't give a fuck. Look at, I can give him my phone. Go ahead, go through it. Isn't that right. a great feeling, Mark? Isn't that a great feeling? Um, yeah, look at that shit. Look at it. I don't. I don't want to give it to you just on spite because that's my phone and get out of there. It's none of your business. Yeah, right. This it's become like the phone is like, uh, and anybody who wants to look through your phone, you should run as fast yeah. as you can. Because I agree. Anybody yeah, who, if you catch them time. once, if you catch them once looking through your phone. And the relationship. Run. Run. Oh, yeah, yeah. You can't, you can't have a relationship like that. Because they're but. not just looking through your phone. They know where your money is. They know where you hide your drugs. They're going to call the cops when things go ugly and tell them, oh, he's got, I know where he's got his, his, his gun over here. You but know even, aside, well, even aside from that, let's say like you're uh, one of the other people, Mark, who doesn't hide drugs. Uh, you know, the average <laughs> Joe. Um even I mean, come on, Hal. You know, listen, <laughs> I leave mine out in the open. I don't care. Uh, but the point is this for me, even if they don't do all that or use it for a, if you don't think they'll use it for a sinister thing, once they start looking, it's not, it doesn't end. They don't, they're not satisfied. There's something inherently up with that individual where there's something inside of them that is in pain or damage or un, untrusting due to history. That there's some, a flaw. There's a flaw there. And so yeah, if somebody's yeah. looking through your phone, you can't it can't be OK because the rest mm. of the relationship is going to be like that. Let me see the phone. Let me see the mm. proof. And if you're not doing anything wrong, why do you have to do that? You don't. You yeah. just don't. Well, it's it's a, it's also a situation like if you if the if the clock ain't broken, you can't fix it. If you're already not cheating, you can't not cheat more. So, <laughs> no, you know what you end up doing is you end up. Uh, you end up doing all this other stuff to 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 fulfill this this insecurity yeah. that that has nothing to do with you anyway. Like you're not going to be able to do anything to make her feel more insecure about herself because because it's internal anyway. And by the way, it's not going to fix it. Like it would be fine if it actually fixed it and that was the end of it, but it yeah. doesn't. Okay, so here's my phone. You look through it and then you're okay. And it's never, you know what? I'm sorry. I'll never do that again. That's on me. I got all, I should go to therapy. It doesn't fix it. Yeah. It's like, ah, oh, yeah, yeah, all right. You're clean this time. I it's always like, said, um, I don't just go by how you treat me. If I notice um, a distance, if I don't feel the love anymore, right? Uh, it, you don't have to tell me nothing. But... Right. If every time you show up, it, you can't wait to jump my bones and you're cheating on me with my best friend, then we're both winning right now. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I have yet to meet the, the girl who could do that. They could like, do both. Yeah. Yeah. Just like keep me happy and go out there and and, <laughs> and be doing what she's got to do. I, don't I really... remember this girl. I said to her, I, I said, it was this was crazy as Dawn. She was like, I was like, uh. You, you, uh, I said, you're, you're winning, right? And you're still fighting me. 
well, this bitch and that bitch. I was like, but you're you're winning. Like you, mm-hmm. you're with me. You you have you're you're with me all the time. I do it. Why do you think it's not enough, Dante? Why do you think what is inherent that it's not enough? Because ever? I don't think that people. I don't think and, and and women in general. I mean, I and I would say this about men too. I don't think that we define what the happiness and what what the peace looks like, and so. It, it's sort of like, and, and, you know, we find the same thing when we, I think when we look at your career or your personal success, if you don't have uh, your success defined, right? What, what it is you want, what you want to do in this business, what you want to do in your job, what you want to, what you want your life to look like, then all you ever want is more. I used to say, what, what do women want, want more than anything? And it's more, right? <laughs> so, so it's, but if it's not defined and, and so how rich and how crazy do you have to be in order for you to go, well, I, I guess I've made it. Whereas if you have specifically defined things about a relationship like oh this is what i want this is the type of relationship i want this is what i want to do i want somebody who's this or that who's caring and tender and i want a great sex life and i want these things and you once you've defined those things if you get those things right it's like what you said anything past that is gravy so if you still running around and i mean we all I've, i've never met anybody like that who can do that make me happy and not run around as well Usually what's happening is I'm not getting everything that I want anyway. And then, and then I go, well, I I guess I'll go get it someplace else. Mm -hmm. But there's a one thing that I, um, um, so, so I think because it's not defined that you don't really know what it is in the first place. Um, you know, we, we just watched, you know, Will Smith in a multimillionaire, in a in a household that where he's not respected and not happy, you got uh, uh, Johnny Depp, some chick is shitting in his bed. You know, what I mean, it's mm-hmm. like you you like when you think about these people, you would we would all agree that they're successful, but somehow there's no happiness in that, even in the context of how much money it is and how much fame and how much recognition, and it, it's a it's a weird thing where you know, even as a, as a grown man now is like, sure, there's more things that I want to do. There's more money. I want to make There's things that I'm, I still have goals, but right now I'm at a place where I can do what I want to do. If I want to buy something, I go buy it. If I want a new car, I can get a new car. If I want to move someplace, I can move someplace. If I want to, you know what I mean? Like you're literally, here's an opportunity to go to Vegas. You're getting up and you're going to Vegas. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, if if I don't have the money for it right now, I will in a fairly short period of time. All I really got to do is buckle down, hustle a little more, and I can have whatever I want to have, you know. Um, and I think that when you're constantly chasing what everybody, what you, some kind of, you, when you haven't defined what it is that makes you happy, you're always in a place where you never know when you, you don't know when you've crossed the finish line, mm-hmm. you know. And I, I, I think, think you I don't think. do that. When we're busy the way we are, when we have uh, something that we're going after, yeah, we need uh, we need a companion for yeah. certain situations. So it's Vaca- a situation. Vac- vacationing, right? Yeah. When I go away, um, 
I want to have a I want to be with my girl. You know what I'm saying? Because right. we're gonna have we're gonna have fun together. Right. Um, there's a couple of times during the week when I have a down moment. It's nice to to go either have a dinner or be able to watch a game on TV. But because we're so busy, yeah, um, we don't really have the time uh, to to invest in all these brand new relationships. That's why it's nice to right. have a companion. Right, right. You have to figure out where do I want to spend my energy. Right. You know, if you want, if you have a goal and something that you're going after, maybe it's not such a good idea to add another thing that right. of importance to Makes it, sense. like. Um, oh, sure, I got this TV show, but why isn't this bitch calling me back? Yeah, yeah. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Right, right. But we now, do that to ourselves. if somebody's willing to fit into the scope of that, that's great. But, but we, if it's a problem and it takes something out of you, then I think you have to you have to mature to the point that you understand that it's taking from you. It, yeah, it's too many, too many uh, problems on the table, or too many things that we're trying to accomplish. Our egos get in the way. It's like, okay, I'm attacking this industry, but at the same time, uh, I'm not going to give myself. I'm not going to be one of these cats that I need to get to a certain level before I can, I can get my uh, ju- just dues when it comes yeah. to women or desserts or whatever I want. Yeah, yeah. Right, I want right. it on the way up too, just to yeah. show them I didn't need this success. Right. Well, what you're doing is you're really taking away from. The, how big the success could actually be because your focus is all over the place. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes you got to take a step back and say, you know what? I'm going to be a hermit for a minute. I'm going to go after this, put all my eggs in one basket, either that or just get a regular job and be a playboy. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I'll, I'll tell you something, something that Tony rock said to me when he first started doing, I remember when he first started doing comedy and he was like, look, man, I'm about getting on this stage. He's like, if you like me and you meet me at a show and you want to hang out, mm-hmm. this is where we're going to hang out. We're going to hang out at the club. Uh-huh. And after I do my spots and I've done what I need to do for me, then we can go and do something else. Mm-hmm. You, if, if if there's time for that. He's, but you understand that this is a priority. And, and I think when you... I, I don't think you got to necessarily... I think if you set... If this is something that I've learned you know, much more in my older age is just all you got to do is set the boundaries. People will do what you ask them. If you ask them like you deserve it, Mm -hmm. you can have whatever you want. You can have, you can have multiple chicks who, who keep the, you you can't have all of them. All of them are not going to do it. But if you're upfront and you say, listen, this is, I'm about this work. I'm about this comedy. I'm not trying to get attached um, I, I I like you. I like hanging out with you. But if you if this is you looking, I'm not with it. Half the time they'll even make an attempt to try and change your mind, even though you you've set those boundaries. And then you got to get to the place where she's pressing against those boundaries, and you got to go listen. This is, I'm just not for you. And then they still don't leave. <laughs> you know, they'll no, I don't want to. You know. It, there's something about understanding what your value and having direction. Because I think it's it's almost genetic in terms of like instinctual in a way. A guy with a direction and a focus is attractive because if you're if you're showing that you have focus and direction, she knows that one day that focus or in in certain situations you have that quality that can be pointed towards her and her happiness at, at, at some point in time. And so there's an attraction there 
as opposed to somebody who, you know, you want to hang out with a motherfucker all day and you want a motherfucker every time you text, you want him to call you back. Nobody respects that guy. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> she, she don't like that guy. He's waiting for you. He's waiting for you when you get off of work. Yeah, he's dropping you off in the morning, bringing you lunch, and then he's there when you get off of work. Who is yeah. that guy? Get rid and of then him. you, and then you, you're calling him. You don't you have something to do? You don't have friends to yeah. hang out with, and you, and and now this is the thing that you said you wanted it, but uh, it's that's not what you want. You want somebody who can because that guy doesn't make you feel safe. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. That guy makes you feel like you're in charge. And, I, and, I, and I've never met a woman who wants a, a weak dude. And if, they, and if they do get a weak dude, they're chewing him up and spitting him out, being disrespectful. I just sent Harry. I'll send it to you later. Um, okay. Sent, did you see that video I sent you, Harry? Which There's one is this that? new game show called, called Unlock Your Phone. Oh, so man. <laughs> this chick is there. The dude is there. He's like, I told you I ain't cheating on you. I don't know. So they unlocked the phone. Let, did you have Did he have any nude pictures? No. Did we check the GPS when he texts you? He was at the, you know, he was going to football games and stuff. Was he, was it everything lined up? Right. Mm-hmm. And, and he goes, well, so what do you think about that? And she goes, well, you know, my bad. <laughs> she's like, mm-hmm. she's right. driving him crazy. Mm-hmm. And then she goes, my bad. And then he goes, she goes, well, the, the guy, the 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 host, because they all feel like they're gonna catch this guy because we're all pieces of shit. And he goes, Well, you 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 you've been just torturing him for for months now about his cheating. And your only response is my bad. And then mm-hmm. he goes, she goes, Well, wait, what do you want me to do? Say I'm sorry. And <laughs> yeah. And uh he goes, she she's like, Well, my bad. I'm I'm proud of you. And then they go, well, what do you think to the guy? And he goes, here's, here's what I think. Don't ever call me again. Mm-hmm. I'm not interested in being in a relationship with you. But get my number, and I wish you all the happiness in the world. Just stay the F away from me. And he walks off the stage, and I'm like, mm-hmm. God, that's exactly the thing that needs to be done because this is somebody who has insecurities and trauma that has nothing to do with him. Mm-hmm. It probably never had anything to do with him. And so this, and, and even when she gets caught, she goes, well, you did good this time. It's the the audacity to think that I have to live up to your expectations on, mm-hmm. but what happens is we get into that rut where we do, where we're, you know, where somebody is abusive and we get so accustomed to being abusive that we're, now we, you know, it's like falling down a flight of stairs. You keep trying to catch your, trying to catch your balance, and then you just keep falling faster. So it's no, I didn't do this. And then it's a situation where you're hanging out with your friends, and you're calling her. Oh, we we're hanging out. Uh, you mm-hmm. know, we're out, we're on our way to that. And it's a, it's a way in which I find that women have a, 
have a sick sense of wearing you because we don't want no problems. Mm-hmm. Like peacefulness is the most important thing for us. And so it, it's almost like we start avoiding a conflict. So it's, oh, she don't, uh, I just won't, you know, because you, especially if you're being true blue, if you're being monogamous, you got nothing going on because you're literally going, well, I just, I don't, I don't want no, I don't want no problems. I don't well, you're, problems. you're creating another person for this person. Yeah. yeah. You're not, when you first meet them, you're who you are, right? And um, they apparently like that person. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. But then little by little, there's you find out there's one thing they don't really like about right. you. So, okay. Uh, then there's another thing. And then there's another thing. And then before you know it, you're, you're lying. You created a liar. I right. can't tell you where I'm really going because you don't like the fact that I, I'm in I fantasy fun, football. I have fun. When you're with not around with you, yeah. without you, yeah, yeah, you, you don't know, like, the, what, like anything happens without you. Yeah, like I have the joke: uh, a woman's jo- <laughs> a woman's job is to separate a man from fun. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it's which is not true. Not all women are like this. Men do the same thing. Yeah, yeah, controlling and domineering. We're equal yeah. in that. But the point is, if you're in one of those relationships uh, where th- no matter what you do, you can't seem to. Um, get this person to just be happy for a moment, enjoy your company, or maybe the moments of happiness are too spread out. There's too much fighting in between. It's not, it's not for you. This person has a problem. Get away from them. Move on. Um, now you're initially you you and your fiance had some, like some rough, I remember it was like mm-hmm. rough times in the beginning. What changed that? And how did that change into a position where you, you were more comfortable about where you were, or was it was it that because you had a reputation already that it was kind of something? I, I mean, I'm just there was some things that. that I just being me, like for example, um, I'm separated on my way to divorce, mm-hmm. but we used to do a, a family vacation with six, seven, eight other families. Mm-hmm. And I used to coordinate a gig that I had in that area. Right. So that I could make money while I'm there. It was only a couple hours that I'd be awake. Away. Right. But now that I'm separated, I really shouldn't be going on this vacation anymore. Right, right, right. But I would still do the gig that same week so I can go and see my friends there. Mm-hmm. My kids were there. And it wasn't fair. It wasn't, mm-hmm. I, I should have. And we're not talking about, uh, the first year or two, we're going into like three, three or four years. Of really, and you were still. I'm doing still this? trying to. I'm still trying to get get away with this. You know what I'm saying? So I now, had to wh- come. Why was that? Was it just the kids, or was it the family? Was it was it- the kids. It was because that's what I wanted to see my friends. I wanted to hang out. I didn't want to miss out, and um, I didn't care. It's not that I didn't care. I just I wasn't thinking about the way the other person felt. It never right. really. <laughs> your feelings never really concerned me. <laughs> right, 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 right. This is we're, we're, like uh, my ex-wife used to say, we're, the, you, this is your movie, we're just extras. <laughs> so you can be a real prick and not even realize it. Right, right, right. And it's not like my ex-wife wanted me there either. Right. Even though I was just showing up to the beach and hanging out all day, it just it, it made it awkward for her. Um, it made it, I guess, for everybody. Right, but right, right. I, I right. just, I don't know. 
so I guess we do grow. We do mature as people. I I, I let that. Uh, I realized what I did. It took me a while to realize. Yeah. Put yourself in the other person's shoes, and see how you would like it. And um, you know, I got big feet, so squeeze it into these little shoes. Yeah. But I figured it out, and I realized, okay, I could see where I'm wrong here. I'm so it's just you retrospectively having more empathy. Exactly. To, to what maturing? Yeah. Yeah, we can't really get away with all the stuff we want to do. Yeah, like if you look at it like as a body count instead of murders, look at it as a body count. The amount of how, how many you stacked up, how many women you had, how many you've right, been through. Right. If you're looking at it just on pure that, since when are we looking at how people feel or what you're doing to them? No, that's not even a part of that. It's the body no. count. It's the number. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was, it was, uh, it was an addiction, an illness, a sickness, whatever you want to call it. But yeah, and we're talking about years and years and years of, of yeah. it. You know what I'm saying? Just yeah, um, you're also trained. It's like we have comics. There's comics in the business who steal jokes, who can't not steal jokes. Like they've been mm-hmm. stealing jokes for thirty years. Mm-hmm. Like how do you, how do you stop that? When you literally have practiced this for 30 years, that this is when you see something like you just take it, do it, you know? Yeah, they they come up with an excuse for themselves. Yeah. And, uh, you know, when you see, when you, if you're one of these joke stealers, you're like, oh man, that's funny. Instead of saying, why didn't I think of that? Or let me go back to the drawing board. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're like, oh man, I think that's funny. Uh, I'm going to build on that. Yeah, yeah. So we, so you helped me come up with it. Right, right, right. <laughs> you're my, your joke. Yeah, yeah, you're my writer. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to have to break out in a minute because I got my Yeah, yeah you got to go to six. one about it. We'll, 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 we'll about to wrap up anyway, Dante. Let's wrap it up. Um, go over to Patreon. Yeah, let's, let's, we're going to go over to Patreon and do some listener mail and some stuff. Um, Man, I, I love you, bro. I miss you. I'm glad you, I'm glad you're finding a settling this motherfucker because you're getting ready to give you some money. And uh, you're going to get a big old house with a pool. Maybe I'll come down and and uh, bring my big naked ass and sit in your pool or something. <laughs> no, you're both you're both welcome to come. Uh, Harry, you look great, hey, by man. the way. Uh, thanks, yeah, bud. I like I'm your trying. hair, you look great. Let's get uh, let's get some food too. I mean, Joey was saying we yeah, yeah before before, before you go, uh, it would be nice, man. Before you leave, um, um what do you um, want to plug? Uh. I don't even know, man. I got my own podcast. It's called yeah, yeah. Uh, Police. It's a platform. It's called Police Off the Cuff. I do something called A Week in Crime and Policing. And it's with another retired detective, uh, this Angel Masonette, a great, great guy, very outspoken. You'd love him. Um, and we have fun with it. We, If we have heavy stories, you know, we start off with that. But then I always like to end on a few, you know, good, like, vigi- good vigilante stories, yeah, yeah, yeah. Home, home invasion a home invader gets killed. I love those. <laughs> um, I got a new one. That's uh, a car good one. Ja- car guy attempted carjacking. Woman shoots him in the chest. Dead. Right. Like those, I get giddy when I hear that. It just <laughs> makes my day, man. I could that'll well, good story like that. A woman killing her uh, carjacker. That's a get, fun one. That's just a fun one. A nice. It one gets there. me through the day, man. Gets me through the day. God bless yeah. him. Yeah. Anywho. Um, I wish you guys all the best. I'm happy that I had a chance to sit down with you guys again. And uh, once I get to to Vegas, we'll hopefully I'll get on again and you can see my digs. I'll take you a tour around that. Uh, sounds good, man. Sounds Absolutely, good. bro. Thanks for doing the podcast, Mark. I appreciate it. All right. It. Thank you, guys. All, all the right. best. Peace. Later. Happy talk. Yeah, for my stuff, you could uh, always go to uh, all the social media at uh, at Harry Turjanian. That's where I do all my uh, social media, especially the TikTok is starting to pick up and stuff. So 
Follow me over there and on YouTube. And then also, if you want any type of uh, relationship advice, I do counseling as well. Email me at advicefromharry at gmail.com and we can set up rates. Yo, you can check me out. Uh, you know, Dante Nero, click on consult. I'm in the process of rebuilding the the website. Uh, so there's going to be merch and stuff on there coming up real soon. And uh, um, GYBB, get your balls back. Don't forget the Patreon, yo. Uh, WWDD, what would Dante do? The Sexual Revolution being podcasted. We're going to check you on the Patreon side. Don't forget the YouTube channel. Um, and also all the people that are asking me if how they can get the old beige philip episodes i'm gonna i'm working on that right now so all of that stuff will be up on the website dantanero.com and manschool202 um we out let's get it